You are listening to Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. Well, this is a very uh, important Booch News podcast. I'm on the phone with Peter Groverman, the founder, co-founder, and CEO of Grovera. And he contacted me with some pretty interesting news. So welcome, Peter. How are you doing today? Ian, thank you for having me. Well, you know, I'll let you make the announcement. Uh, it's got to do with the availability of uh, kombucha in um, three countries, UK, Iceland, and the Netherlands. And, and what's, the, what's the big news? Well, the big news is our company, Gravara, is working with GT's Kombucha to bring GT's to all of Europe with an initial launch already successful into the Iceland uh, country and, and to several retail locations there and next into the U.K., and uh, quickly after the Netherlands. Uh, wow. Well, I mean, you know, as most people, certainly in the U.S. and Canada know, G.T. Dave is uh, revered in the kombucha industry because he's really responsible for founding and creating this category uh, many years ago when he started brewing it in his kitchen. And, so, and now, of course, he's been well-reported as a billionaire. His G.T.'s kombucha is available almost everywhere in the U.S., but... As I found in, in Europe, certainly in England, it's not yet available. So can you tell us something about what's your role in this? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Gravara is an international B2B technology platform that has automated and streamlines the manual workflows that go into bringing American-made wellness brands global. So what that means is essentially uh, it's very hard to export. Not, no surprise and no secret that getting an American-made product overseas is technical, challenging, and usually outside the scope uh, you know, of most American brand owners and, and American brands in general. Uh, GT's is no exception. They're one of 15 brands in our catalog right now that we have the exclusive international rights for. Uh, some backstory, we were the ones who took Zico Coconut Water initially international. We took Sodalicious Dairy Free international. Uh, we work with Wholesome Sweeteners, Honey Stinger, Purity Organic, and, of course, GT's. And uh, GT's has been, a, been one of our longer brands in our catalog, and it's taken a long time to get them overseas. It's a, it's a technical product, obviously, with, with most, com- most kombuchas. It's a short shelf life, glass bottle, trace amounts of alcohol product that is, you know, kind of smelly and weird and different from anything that you're traditionally used to uh, consuming. So, it's been an uphill battle, but uh, right now the world is, is catching on to kombucha. You know, there's a thing called supermarket sophistication, which is kind of our sweet spot. And what that means is if it launches in the U.S. and it's successful in the U.S., then there's usually like you know, a couple-year difference, three- to five-year difference before that trend will catch on overseas, uh, depending on the country and depending on how uh, uh, sophisticated the supermarket is in, the, in, those, uh, in those countries. So in, in this case, you know, the, the U.K. right now, they're just winding down their coconut water period. And, we, you know, we, we wound down our coconut water period a couple of years ago. But what's next is uh, we're finding kombuchas ripe for growth uh, in that market. Uh, I'll give you a little some Nielsen statistics here. In the U.K., last year, the kombucha category was estimated to be between 1.6 million and 2.1 million uh, pounds. Now, that's, that's, that's a drop in the bucket compare, compared to the you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of kombucha that have sold here in the U.S. However, if you do 
like a regressive analysis here. Uh, regressive analysis is that the word, or just you look back three three years ago? It, it's really been in this time period post the uh, coconut water phase that kombucha is now growing, and it's our expectation that you're going to see an equal amount of jump and rise uh, in the kombucha market in the UK, and and we're uh, we're positioning GTs to really take advantage and capitalize on that opportunity. Yeah, I, I it's so funny you say this because. Uh, as people who read Booch News will know, last November I reported on a trip I made in the UK, and I was just back there again uh, this month. And uh, I, I said, you know, just off the top of my head, it looks like kombucha is 10 years behind, but it won't take them 10 years because it probably was how it was available in the US 10 years ago. Uh, it's hardly available in any of the major stores. You go into a Sainsbury's, there's maybe four bottles, you know, two brands, uh, uh, usually uh, number one kombucha from Johnny Wilkinson and another one. But, um, and then the, the specialty stores, the health food stores have a few bottles. But you go to, you know, I live in a town called Vallejo in Northern California, which is a real blue collar, used to be a shipyard here. And the Safeway has, you know, a whole chiller filled with hundreds of bottles. And, and they're not being bought by sort of vegan yoga practicing people are being bought by, you know, the average housewife and her family. I'm curious that, so, so it's definitely on trend, as they say, but I'm, I'm totally curious about two things. One is, am I correct in saying then that GT Dave and that organization themselves don't, they use you, they don't have to sort of get on a plane and go knock on doors in Britain, say, to, to have the vendor the, the, sorry, the retailer carry the brand. Is that something you specialize in? You kind of approach the buyers or whatever they're called at these supermarkets or health food stores? Buyers. Be, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, that's exactly that's, right. Okay. So what, I, you know, can you tell us a little of the story there? You, you say, what was it? Uh, is it Whole Foods and Planet Organic? I mean, we'll focus on England and Britain because I know it. I, I'd li like to hear a little bit about <clears throat> Iceland. But, I understand there's only about 300,000 people in that country, but let's just stay on Britain. You, you say, it, presumably, because you're talking to me, it's not a secret that Whole Foods or shops in Britain will be carrying GT's kombucha soon. And, and how did yes. you, what kind of, uh, is the story behind their response to it? Yeah, yeah. So we did a buyer's mission in January. The way Grovar operates is as an extension of the brand for International. You can think of us as, a, you know, just a, we, we, we're not a broker. We're not a distributor. We're a lot more. We, we provide a technology. We provide sales. We provide marketing support, in-country support, and that's really our expertise. That's where we fit into the equation. Uh, we, we position ourselves as the end-to-end -end solution for international distribution. And, uh, you know, we have an exclusive contract with GTs that we are the only ones that sell the product. And uh, we work with GTs, uh, you know, Scott Presnell, um, you know, one of the execs over there at GTs came with us over to, uh, uh, to the UK, and he helped us, uh, you know, meet with all the buyers from all the different supermarket chains. We literally had to bring Booch in our suitcase in, in freezer packs, you know, uh, and, and check it through customs and make sure no bottles broke, and then literally drive to the buyer meetings and pull it out of a, a, a container and let them sample, try it, and more importantly, educate them on the industry and on kombucha itself. You know, you, you talk about number one kombucha. That's the, the, as fate would have it, the number one kombucha in the UK today is number one kombucha. That's right. the name of it. And, and you know, that, that product, you know, it, it's, it's compared to GT side-by-side -side taste test. It's, 
you know, it's not necessarily what we would define as a kombucha. Um, you know, it's got a, a 30 to 60 day code, which is gives it a, uh, gives it that kombucha a live feel position as a as a vegan product. But you know, if, if you actually taste it, it, it tastes a little bit more like a uh, I don't know. It's a, just a unique. It's not GTS. Right? I agree. And yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. It's uh, as a person who brews my own at home. Honestly, all come. Well, I started by drinking GTS ginger made, as many people did seven years ago, and then. I got to a bottle a day habit and it, the cost of it, so it was prohibitive. And, and I, I know GT's supportive of people brewing their own. Hannah Crum helped me get started with her kombucha moment. But in the commercial space, you know, when you buy a bottle commercially, it's often a little more um, like a soda than a kombucha. And that was definitely my response to some of the kombuchas I tried in, in Britain. Not that it's a bad thing because it's an entry level, I guess you could say. Um, so the buyers you spoke to at these at these shops, they had they must have heard of it because it's sort of on trend as they say. I'm sure they've read industry reports about, and you were able to share with them the the huge market that's developed in the U.S. Is that did they get excited by that? Kinda. I mean, they're still skeptical, cautious, confused. It's still very early. You got stores like Planet Organic, which are like a little bit more niche and boutique, which is kind of our – and Whole Foods it's also is like kind of niche and boutique. They're not necessarily – they don't have, uh, you know, a thousand locations like a Tesco or, you know, like, a, like an Aldi's. But they've got, um, you know, Whole Foods and, and um, Planet Organic are considered kind of like the test beds for the market. If it works there, then the, the bigger retailers will come in. And the bigger retailers, Tesco, for example, they're waiting. They, they, they want to see – how the market reacts to kombucha, but you know, we're pretty optimistic that it's going to continue to scale up, and we're we're excited that there's other competitors in the market. Not just because we like the idea of supporting the industry, um, and, and kombucha is like not just one product; it's an actual, it's an, it's it's a, it's a way of life uh, in many ways. Uh, and but we also like the fact that there's you know a, a conditioning, and the, the education process has been the the hardest part. And to keep up with GT's mantra in that, you know, he spent the first half of his life creating a category. Now he'll spend the rest of his life defending it. We, you know, there is kombucha in the market. And we took the opportunity while meeting with the buyers, not just to let them taste test our kombucha, but also gave them a history of the brand, a history of the industry, and an education and how they can differentiate what is good, what is bad, and what is real and what is not. And that's really yeah. um, they, they they really they really appreciated that uh, transparency, um, and they also like the fact that that GTS is working with Guevara, because a lot of these retailers have been, have uh, have worked with us in the past and other brands, and they understand that if you know a brand is working with us and we know what we're doing, there's not going to be any inventory issues, there's not going to be any registration issues, there's not going to be supply chain or fulfillment issues uh, or or uh, labeling issues. Like Guevara has you know positioned ourselves as the experts for global. And uh, working with a, 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 a bona fide brand like GTs, it's just a perfect equation for success. Yeah, one, one of the sort of side notes I think here that's important, I'm sure if other brands who are based in the UK, uh, not just number one, there's, there's local brewers. I mean, I, on my blog, I reported on Booch News of a small c collective, for want of a better word, almost a commune in Brighton on the south coast, they brew kombucha. It's kind of a crazy hippie thing. They do, they only distribute it by bicycle, so you can only buy it in a five mile radius. And um, it's called Old Tree. 
but it's one of the many aspects of the kombucha lifestyle, as you say. And I think other brands who might be now, maybe British brands might be freaking out that, oh no, GT, the 800-pound gorilla is coming to the market. In the U.S., all the kombucha brewers I speak to and the reception that GT Dave himself got at the kombucha conference in Long Beach is, it's great. You know, he, he's like the beachhead. He's got, you said you can have... Uh, you know, major, uh, start with the smaller specialties like Planet Organic, maybe if Tesco then buy it, it's opening it up for all the other brands to sort of come in on the slipstream like you see in the coolers here. You see GT Dave, you see, you know, Health Aid, you see House Kombucha in the Bay Area. They're all side by side. And, and as is acknowledged here, GT's opened it up and he's got the resources and presumably you guys are able to fund this and you said there'd be no supply chain issues so if it does take off what is it just going to be extra you're just going to ship whatever it takes to to make sure there's no shortages is that right yeah of course i mean it's all deliberate everything's uh, forecasted and pre-planned there's some marketing dollars behind it we're now looking at trade shows over in europe you know and but to your point there's a lot of room for everyone to get a tan here right it doesn't need to be one big gorilla on the shelf. Uh, you know, it, it, this, is, this is a category. This is a whole industry. This is a market. Uh, our biggest issue isn't, you know, other kombuchas on the market. It's other people who call themselves kombucha and then mm. enter the market. And then they're not necessarily a kombucha. They're more of like a sparkling beverage that has the word kombucha on it because they're trying to capitalize on something that they know has the potential to be epic. You know, and, and then it, there's a lot of products coming from other countries. There's product that, yeah, it just isn't the right, it, it, it's, a, it's a bad look for the entire industry when someone says that they're a kombucha and then a novice kombucha drinker, first-time drinker tries something, is like, oh, that's disgusting, I'll never have that. And then because of that experience, they never get the chance to indulge on GTs. Yeah. Because they, 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 they throw the baby out with the bathwater and they just blanket the word kombucha with a bad tasting experience that they had because someone uh, who just didn't have the care. I, I, I love that local brew story you just said about how they ride their bike and they deliver it within a five-mile radius. I, that's, that's such a wonderful – that's so cool, you know, that small batch specialty and the love and care that goes into it. You know, it, when, when, when you commercialize the, the brand, I think this is what GT has been talking about a lot lately, is that you really just bastardize the, the industry. And, uh, and it's just, we don't want that. And, you know, that's part of the real reason. It isn't just to grow the brand in Europe because we want to make money. It's because there's a message and a mantra and a culture, literally and physically, that, uh, you know, or figuratively, that, that we're trying to, uh, to, trying to expand and, 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 and share. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, absolutely. That's what he talked about at the conference, why he's donated a million dollars to the Kombucha Brewers organization to set that standard in place. So that's great. I'm curious, uh, you know, I, I'm from Britain, so I get why that's a huge market, 60 million people, a big trading partner with the U.S., maybe even more so after the famous Brexit process ends. Hopefully that won't cause you any headaches with imports and, and and I get the Netherlands, it's always, uh, you know, forefront of health food. Is Iceland in there? Because it's, it's obviously a very small right, market. It's one of the, what is it, 300,000 people. It, it, it doesn't strike me as the most obvious country to, to try in the first three. What's, what's the back story to that? Health-conscious culture with disposable income for affordable luxuries 
like GTs. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.